Welcome to Season 6, Fire Trainers Podcast, Episode 10, published on November 7th, 2023, Election Day. If you haven't gotten out yet, go cast your vote. We're part of the ConcealedCarry.com network of podcasts. In this episode, we'll be talking with Clay Bauer about the benefits of motion picture ads. Sit back and relax for another interesting episode of the Fireman Trainer Podcast. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor and coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. Remember, as listeners, you get 10% off by using promo code FTP10, and this insurance coverage is open to all certified instructors. Introducing Instructor Dash, your all-in-one website booking platform just for firearm instructors. Does setting up your own website seem like a daunting task? It's easy, Instructor Dash, by just following the setup wizard. Instructor Dash streamlines all your administrative duties. Appointment management? Check. User-friendly dashboard? Check. Upselling opportunities? Check. And it even includes SMS and email alerts. For your students, class registration is efficient with simplified digital registration. What about support after you start? Every Friday, there is live training Q&A for instructors via Zoom that you can join network with other industry professionals. Check out instructordash.com. Also want to ask our listeners to help us get out to more instructors out there. Give us a five-star review in your favorite podcast app, Google Play, uh, iTunes, wherever you're listening to us at, and let other people know what's going on. We want to... Uh, Get this information out to as many people as possible, and you can do that by helping uh, give us that five-star review in your favorite app. We bring this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy in making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Clay Boyer from Animeco. Welcome, Clay, and thank you for uh, joining us tonight. Yes, thanks for having me, Rob. Really appreciate it. Uh, well, I'm sure there's not many of our listeners out there that know who Clay Boyer is. So can you give our audience a little bit about who Clay Boyer is? For sure. Um, so my name's Clay. I am from Indiana, Lafayette, Indiana. Um, I'm the founder of Animeco Studio. We're an animation studio that right now we mainly focus on helping small businesses uh, kind of upgrade their advertising, find new channels and new avenues to to reaching new customers. Um, and uh yeah, that's pretty much all that I that I have right now. I think that's relevant to this podcast. Um, but yeah, that's how I met Rob. Him and I mm-hmm. worked on on a project together. It's a real pleasure. Yeah, and that's where I thought it'd be really interesting to bring somebody. A, you're kind of outside the gun industry, uh, instructor community, to talk about animation and how that can uh, kind of take your. Uh, take your advertising to, to a different level. It's not just a cute picture. It's actually can get people looking at something a little bit longer. And uh, the reason why I went through and tried a little bit of the animation this year. So before we get into some of the other um, questions I've got, Clay, can you tell our audience what kind of animation are you talking about? I mean, these aren't YouTube videos. Uh, can you d- describe what, what a- a- animation advertising is? Yeah, for sure. So, the reason I really focused in on the, the firearm industry specifically um, is because these videos broken into, I'd say, anywhere from 10 to 30 seconds, kind of right there in that in that chunk, depending on what message is being, being communicated. Um, that audience, the, the firearm industry, they're they're very passionate about the product and about the space. 
Uh, and so I think having something that is around the product, around the space, uh, that's kind of captivating. And like Rob said a little bit, it's more than just a, just a graphic, um, but something that really engages them and, and kind of connects that. I'm sorry, I've got dogs barking, uh, but kind of connects that to, to the brand. Um, that's where that may bring them to go ahead and click on that, which is where they find themselves on your website where they can, uh, um, can book a, book a class or, or schedule a meeting, however your situation is set up. And I actually wanted to come on here and, and sort of apologize, sort of figure out the way to, to um, take accountability, Rob. Going into your project, I didn't have all of the information that I have now as far as the process for this setup. And so there was a lot of things that we didn't do a lot of steps that we didn't do that. We, we learned a lot along the way, didn't we? We did. Yes, mm-hmm. we did. And so um, that's where we're going to maybe revamp the the video a little bit. Uh, do um, do maybe for the next couple of classes and, and really set in the process that we figured out uh, how to move forward. And so, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's where doing those kind of test projects and had those trials is what helps me able to provide real value for mm-hmm. for the later customers that I deal with. Yeah. Well, what what have you found that works well when it comes to animation and such? So short and engaging. Um, that's where, unfortunately, especially online, our attention spans tend to tend to be getting smaller. Um, so short, very, very quick to the to the point of what the video is about. Um, that's why we, you'll see with the one that we did with Rob, and I can pull it up if, if you'd like. I've got it over on the side. Um, it kind of right immediately gets to the point of what the video is about. And I think that that keeps people engaged. And then through the quality of the animation and, and kind of the actions of, of, of the video, that's where you can keep them into the end where your branding is, is displayed. And then the message of whatever course or whatever, uh, meeting you'd like to schedule can be really communicated at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, since we're audio, it's going to be kind of hard for listeners to, uh, see, see what you're talking about, but I'll just describe it. But what Clay was able to do for one of my class advertisements is to go along and have a, uh, Glock 17 go along and uh be animated with a shell casing popping out of it as it kind of goes along grabs the attention and then five seconds later i think it is it puts up the class information so you get a way of uh, getting people's uh, attention for it and at the same time give them information that okay if you're looking for um you know something when it comes to firearms this would be a good class for it um and those are some of the things uh, that I think make it made it work out very well. A uh, couple things that I know that uh, we, we went back and forth on as we learned is making sure that things uh, stay safe. So one of the things where um, uh, I know Clay, you weren't aware of it, but we never point a gun at anything we're not willing to destroy. And the first <laughs> animation actually had you looking down the barrel and went along and said, "Yeah, that might be, you know, might not be far." So we we trimmed off, you know, what a second off of the turning of it, and that gave us exactly the the proper kind of look, and then. Uh, probably unbeknownst to uh clay and your animators and such um <clears throat> he had a sig 357 injecting out of a <laughs> glock 17 
And as much as probably 90% of the people wouldn't understand what that, why that's a different, why that's a problem. Um, if you're familiar with the cartridge, you know what it looks like. And it didn't look like the right one coming out of a Glock 17. So we, we fixed some of those uh, little pieces and that was, uh, that was good. Had a, had a good ad about that. And I will also make sure I, I will put a link into the show notes for the, uh, animation so that anybody who's interested in seeing what clay's work does or want to see my next class you can go along and look at the animation there you go um and I, that was a, a really great learning experience for me to because i just i didn't even think to to check that and i don't know why but it's that was my mistake but uh it was a great learning experience to just every single detail um and then even going further with that, there's the process that we've that I was able to learn just through the the uh, the project that I think we can implement into this revamped or revised video that we're going to do. Um, that that'll really help move that that thing that campaign mm -hmm. forward. Yeah, because uh, everybody's really got the cool. everybody's got the still ads. You know, I, I was. Everybody sees them, Facebook, Instagram, um, things like that. And that's where when Clay reached out to me about doing animated ad, it, um, it sparked my interest because uh, you want you want to set yourself apart from everybody else. And I thought that would be a good way to be able to promote it and potentially get people uh, signed up for the course. For sure. Um, there's also a, a level of uh, kind of regulatory compliance that comes uh, along with the firearm industry on some of the channels like Facebook. I believe Instagram is kind of a, a bit sticklers on it as well. So I wanted to figure out a process that would really op optimize email marketing campaigns. Um, and so with that, with that, we've been able to figure the process of getting the video into what's called a GIF. I don't know if, if you're familiar with that, mm -hmm. um, but into a GIF format, which then has a play button on it. And when the customer goes and clicks on that, it redirects them to your uh, website where they can then watch the video. And then when they come out of the video, they find them, themselves on your website right where they can schedule the class or schedule the meeting like I uh, like I said, but that's that's kind of the the processes that I'm trying to figure a way to really help optimize specifically for the firearm industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as uh, all our listeners have probably found out at various different ways, uh, there are a lot of different regulations that you've got to be aware of. Not just YouTube and Facebook, but um, you know where you can offer classes at. Um, who can you offer classes to? Um, different things along those lines, and it's uh, important to make sure everybody's on the same page so that you don't get um, thrown into Facebook jail or potentially cross uh, the uh, break the law and doing something inadvertent. And that's one of the things where um, I'm sure there's. Uh, Plenty of people in states like New York and uh, California and such that have know some some of the laws they have around there that make it extremely difficult to advertise to advertise courses because of uh, how they've got things uh, set up in their state laws at, at this current time. Hopefully, they get overturned. I couldn't imagine trying to run a firearms business in either one of those states. That would be uh, very stressful. I feel like. Yep. Yeah, well, Indiana is good. Ohio's good, but there are still uh, things that uh, people don't don't like about it. It would still be nice to have a little bit more uh, straightforward. As I've gone along and you read, there's over 15,000 gun laws in the United States. 
and probably there's nobody alive that knows all of them or you know knows all the nuances about how they've been enforced and different things like that which makes it very problematic sometimes in uh moving around uh the country confidently knowing that somebody wouldn't go along and say hey you realize we got a local law that says you can't do this or can't do that yeah i was very very thankful and happy to see indiana go to the constitutional carry i believe is it is it's called mm -hmm. uh, i was very very excited to see that i thought that that was a great step forward uh at least for indiana you know i don't know how how much that does nationwide but here locally for me it's definitely a positive it's we're at 27 states currently for constitutional carry and the challenge with it is is that you're right to carry constitutional and it's your responsibility to understand that what that means and that's where um, i've gotten calls from people that have been 19 and 20 uh constitutional carrying or what they thought was and they didn't realize the law says you got to be 21 too or they go into bars or they go into different places like that and they don't realize that again fifteen thousand gun laws the nuances behind uh who can and who can't do certain things and guns are one of those hot button things to where they normally just don't go along tell you to you know give you a ticket and ha have you go home normally it involves a lot more paperwork than that and probably court appearance yeah and you know the frustrating thing is that it doesn't really seem to be with all of the campaigning and all of the focus around doing all of this change. It doesn't really seem to be any effort towards educating um, or doing anything about tracking the guns as far as not not tracking, but as far as lost and stolen guns. I feel like those statistics are kind of uh, left to the to the to the side when you look at crime statistics. So I think that the education on how to help, how to carry a gun and how to handle yourself with a gun is is probably the most important step yep and that's where you know it comes constitutional carry it's like it's your right go ahead exercise your rights just keep one thing in mind you got to know which you gotta know your responsibility it's not as yeah. uh it's not the old west where you keep the uh you know pistol on the nightstand next to you things like that because you know somebody could break in your into your you know place your home your uh, apartment or somebody might somebody who's not authorized might get access to it also and those are all things mm -hmm. as responsible gun owners you've got to keep in mind for it because not only you know from the moral standpoint but also from the legal standpoint because different states have different um different laws saying what you can and can't be held liable for even if somebody gets a hold of your firearm and that's mm -hmm. uh that makes uh I just uh, leave it this way. At least makes life way too interesting if somebody steals your firearm, and then you look at all the laws around it because uh, they want you, they want to hold the gun owners responsible for it, but they don't want to hold you know Ford and Chevy and Toyota responsible for the people that you know drive drunk in their cars. So enough yeah. enough politics <laughs> from that standpoint. For sure. Um, question for you, Clay. When it comes to the uh, length of these animations. What is kind of the uh, sweet spot? Because we said before, you know, they're not YouTube, you know, 30-minute type of uh, you know, videos. But at the same time, there's kind of a sweet spot so you can send them, send it in email so you can send it in a, um, you know, quick post. It's not going to take long to load, those types of things. So what are some of those parameters that people should be thinking about, you know, when, they, when they're thinking about animation? I think it, it definitely should be as um, 
to the point as possible. So it depends on what you're communicating. If you're communicating a certain date or a, or a product or a service, it's probably going to be anywhere between 15 to, to that 10 to 30 seconds. Um, if you're communicating something like maybe a educational piece, um, and I think that that would be pretty pretty relevant for the the space with the listeners. Um, if you wanted to do a, a, a video that kind of educated somebody on a specific part of firearm handling, uh, I think something like that could probably be about a minute to a minute and a half, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. It, do you post these kind of uh, animations on like YouTube or TikTok or, or do you just use them in email when you send them out? That would depend, I think, a lot on the the channel. How what you can get away with, I guess, would probably be the the best answer. Um, I haven't had any issues posting anything on YouTube, so I think the more channels and the more eyes that you can get on it, the better. Uh, but I will say, if you are, for instance, if you wanted to do something with somebody else or with me, if you are going to pay for it, I think that it's best to have something that's very targeted. Um, and with a lot of purpose. So that way, at least one of the channels can be as optimized as possible. Uh, and then if you get any viewership or anything from any of the other channels that may pull you off or they may let you stay on there, then that's that's just icing on the cake, really. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's uh, you know, good Good advice uh, when it comes to things. Uh, what what are some of your ideas as far as good topics that you can put into animation versus, um, you know, some things, you know, I, I would imagine you can't put a, you can't put a whole gun safety, you know, uh, part into animation, but what are, what are some of the things you've thought about that could be easily put into, you know, that 30 to 60 second kind of animations? I think especially in a sense for, to attract as many people to getting educated on firearm safety as possible, putting in things that are very important and maybe would draw an immediate need for them. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind would be maybe in the sense of how to store or handle your firearm around children. Um, I think there could be, and obviously not a violent video or anything like that, but a video that displays the importance of of how things can can happen very quickly and without um, without it being expected, uh, I think things like that maybe that make people think, huh? That that is kind of relevant to me. Let me check in and see what else these people are talking about, which would then lead to them hopefully scheduling a class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, um, you you talked about it early on. You know, today's uh, social media environments, uh, you really need something to grab people's attention in order for them to you know spend more than a second or two looking at it and a video is one of those that gets you that additional look and i believe also at the same time increase your the odds of being able to go along get them to click on it and via clicking on it um, potentially get a customer out of that mm -hmm. and i think it's a lot of validation as well i mean there's a especially in a, a field that has a lot of competition um there's a lot of different options when you're a customer. And so to be able to go and find a channel like a Facebook page or a YouTube page or, or any of these pages we have access to uh, and see that you're posting consistently, your content is good and that you're communicating a good message and educating. 
I think that that validates you as a business to, to go and learn from or to go and spend your money with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you build the animations right, you can uh, potentially reuse them uh, for multiple times and also rotate them in your email advertising out to uh, people or as you're promoting things through uh, social media. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like what I intend on doing with the video that um, we did with you, that's something that you could really you could do on your own and, and any of the customers could do on their own. It's really not that difficult as far as just the the little uh, slogan part. Obviously, the animation is much different, but the little slogan, the wording, that's something that you could a lot could handle on their own. So if you did have a video and you wanted to reuse it for multiple dates, um, you know, that 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 would be that would be something that that would be very, very doable for for any of the customers. Mm -hmm. How hard is it to go along and get into animation? No, you know, you've done some work for me and such, and that's worked out really well. But if somebody's thinking about doing it themselves, is it easy to do or do you need, you know, special software expertise to really make it pop? Definitely. You need a lot of software. Uh, and then within that software, I've tried myself to, to learn it and I'm a, I, I have some capabilities, but to do the video that, that was produced for you, Rob, that would have probably taken me months, um, to do it myself. So that's where, you know, having that team of animators that have already done that training work and kind of are able to, to jump right in on an idea and know exactly where the next move is. Um, that's where I see the value to a small company. Uh, and then rather than finding a freelance animator or somebody that you can have on staff, uh, going through an agency like myself that is working with these people in mass and at scale at a discount kind of gives a little bit more of a wiggle room on, uh, on what you would have to pay. Mm -hmm. And that's where, uh, the, uh, from what I'm seeing, and I, I'm sure my Prices for the for Animeco uh, will eventually go up, but from what I'm hearing, it's it's a minimum of five to ten thousand dollars just to start a project with a lot of the um, bigger studios. So mm -hmm. to try yeah. and to try and create a solution for small businesses is really important for me. Yeah, and you know, to be to be fair, you know, probably if I'd spent ten grand on it, I would have uh, expected something probably more Hollywoodish, you know, polished <laughs> with, but at the same time, when you're looking at getting something out that gets the word across, that is not going to break your bank, but it's, but it's, you know, well worth everybody's time to work on it. Um, you know, you, for sure. you've got, you've got to go along and, uh, you know, weigh those. I mean, if you got 10 grand, um, you're probably looking at, you know, advertising on TV or doing different things like that. So you've got a lot more capability than if you've just got, 500 bucks to spend on an animation to mm -hmm. add to your email, to add to your website, doing those, those types of things. Yeah. And I think today, especially with all of the uh, online uh, avenues, it's really comes down to how, how much content and how many channels can you be on rather than what it may have been back in the day where a radio ad or a TV ad was something that was very polished and very thought out. Um, Nowadays, it seems like the content just kind of comes on a fly and what works, works, what doesn't uh, try to be better the next time. Mm -hmm. And I, I will admit, I've tried to do some animation on myself. 
it ain't that easy. I'll just, I'll just say it like that. Yeah. Um, got to have time, got to have experience behind it. And, uh, my time's better spent on the training range, uh, training students and trying to, uh, learn how to run software that I can obviously reach out to somebody and say, you know, what I need to do and have them, uh, do, do the animation for me. Absolutely. And I think that's business, you know, it's who, who can help you, who can you put on your team to, to help you move forward. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, are there any other, uh, big animation projects or topics that you can kind of give our listeners uh, an idea of, uh, things that you've uh, done for other small businesses? Uh, yeah, I would say the developments in AI and artificial intelligence is really making it uh, a lot more affordable. Uh, than it traditionally has been. There's a, a style or a, I guess a, a, a way of doing animation uh, called motion capture. And it's always been a very expensive method just due to all of the equipment and the software. And so AI is doing a lot of the targeting and rendering of that for us now. Um, and this may be insider information. I don't know, but I would say that that's got to cut a lot of the a lot of the cost and a lot of that barrier so that way some of those small businesses can get in and and try and upgrade their uh quality of their advertising because unfortunately back to the validation thing i think appearing how you appear online has a lot to do with how your customers uh, your customers perception and it may be different in the firearm industry but i know in a lot of the younger crowds that is the case Mm mm-hmm well, firearms is a unique industry, but it also follows a lot of the same trends where people expect to be entertained. Um, in fact, uh, we, we've had a couple of guests on call uh, talking about entertainment. Um, you know, you, you want to entertain them, but you also want to give them the training they need to you know keep themselves safe. And that, that's always a difficult balance for an instructor because obviously without students, that like how we train, like how we treat them. Uh, we're not going to be in business too long, but at the same time, uh, as much as they might want to go along and, you know, be entertained by doing cool John Wick kind of stuff. We as instructors have been around long enough to where we understand that there's uh, there is fun to be had with firearms, but there's also a reality that you've got to go along and say, wait a minute, I am carrying something that uh, can be used for good or bad. And my intention is to go along and make sure it's used only for good. And that takes on a lot of responsibility for the individual person. Yeah. And I mean, your training isn't much, uh, isn't much use if you, you know, can't use it properly. It doesn't really matter how cool you look if you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of instructors out there right now listening and identify one or two of their uh, students that have come in completely decked out like John Wick, who uh, they were basically saying, okay, take that off, take that off. Now we're just going to fire one shot at a time until you can actually hit the target. And then we can add one thing and one thing on to it at a time, because uh, yeah, it looks cool. And, and, um, on video, on video or in Hollywood, but Keanu Reeves, as I understand, spent, a couple months going in, going over all his moves and perfecting them. So they'd look good on video. Yeah. Uh, He's a good shooter. I'm not going to take anything away from Ken Reeves, but he didn't learn that overnight. And it wasn't first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely. Well, Hey Clay, I got a quick question for you and I'm very interested to hear your uh, response because not being, uh, 
deep in the fire industry. I'm sure you'll, yours might be a little different, but what do you want to be remembered for when you pass away? That's a great question. Um, I would like to be remembered for helping people progress their goals into a life that they really, really desire. Um, and then with that, I would, I would really love for part of that to be coming to, to Jesus, if that's at all possible for those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, just helping people live a life of freedom, I think is, is what I'd like to be remembered for. Yep. Recognizing a higher, higher power and, uh, whoever you, uh, want to call and also, you know, realizing that we're only, you know, we're a very small part of it. And, uh, we don't talk about religion a whole lot in firearms, but at the same time, uh, we should all, in my opinion, have a healthy dose of uh, reality and where we want to end up uh, at the end. Um, do we want to be, you know, burning or do we want to be in a good place? So I'll just leave it at that. For sure. I think <laughs> I think that, that that is a level of it, but I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of what we've got in the in the present world. You know, if you're teaching people how to how to protect themselves and protect their families and be safe. I think that there's a lot of purpose behind that in the, in a spiritual sense, if you'd like to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're um, one of the things where I bring up when people are uh, conf- conflicted about going along and uh, carrying, you know, a firearm and the possibility they may have to take somebody's life because uh, it is, you know, for those people that are religious, a real concern that are they doing something wrong and, want to reassure them that there is plenty of uh, verses in the bible support the good you know uh, reigning over the evil type of thing and yeah. uh, becoming victorious and that's where you've got to really look at it if you don't do something then that bad person is going to continue doing bad stuff to people and as much as you we don't want to um we know that we've got to do some things that are not pleasant at times to uh, make the world a better place absolutely okay Wait, uh, Clay, where can people find more information about you, how to contact you, those types of things for your animation expertise? Yeah, so you can uh, find me at LinkedIn on LinkedIn. Just look me up at Clay Boyer. Um, and then you can find my animation studio, animeco.art, and that's A-N-I-M-A-C-O dot art dot A-R-T. Um, and I would say I, I, that's about it. I do a, a podcast myself, uh, the Clay Boyer Show, the most uncreative name that uh, I could have possibly come up with. Uh, but you can find some cool episodes just talking about life and business and things like that on there on YouTube. Very cool. Well, hopefully, um, you know, some people will reach out to you. Um, if they want to get a hold of you, you do have a contact form on your website and such and i'm sure you can talk about you know what animation might look like for their classes their business and what you can do to help them out so that's really cool absolutely uh appreciate your time uh tonight clay and thank you for uh, having me on rob i appreciate it i look forward to our next project together and what we can do uh with that because uh got got, got a good response from the last one and uh as move forward with the next uh series of classes next year looking forward to uh raising my advertising up to a whole different level um, for people to know and understand who I am. There you go. I look forward to being a part of that. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, Clay. Have a good good night. Thank you. That's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found some interesting 
piece of information just clay and i talked about the motion picture ads that i um, had him do for me a little while ago if you're looking for other topics feel free to go out to our website and search our uh, website of all kinds of content over 250 episodes at this point time's going really fast but our website www.farmtrainerpodcast.com and the search bar is in the upper right hand corner if you have any questions for me topics guest suggestions feel free to email me at ftp at concealedcarry.com also want to ask you visit our sponsor especially the farm trainers podcast at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance establishing your business was your first step your next step should be getting fta coverage remember use promo code ftp10 for 10 percent off we bring this podcast support the industry the second amendment and most importantly every farm instructor in america that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable stay safe out there everyone Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.